I made a freestyle about a vegan Thanksgiving, and that's what went viral and birthed my whole career. Welcome to the Peach Jam Podcast from Georgia Public Broadcasting, where we'll introduce you to a sampling of the truly diverse and incredibly talented musicians who call the Peach State home. Each episode will profile a different artist and share songs and stories recorded live in our GPB studios in Midtown Atlanta. I'm your host, Jeremy Powell, and on this episode, you'll meet a rapper from East Point with strong convictions and a lot to say. My name is Gray. I'm a social entrepreneur. I'm an artist. I'm a father. I'm originally from South Florida, based in East Point, and I'm a hip-hop artist. You do a lot. Mm. You, yes, sir. You, you do a whole lot, and <laughs> you're one of the happiest people I've ever met. <laughs> like, you're, you're in a great mood yes, all sir. the time. Yes, sir. But some of the music is mm. heavy yeah. in, in the sense of th you're saying some serious things. Mm -hmm. For sure. I mean, I think uh, medicine and the candy is, is my type of party. You know, I like uh, um, as I evolved as a as a man, as as a, a thinker, as a, um, a reader, and stuff like that. My music changed. You know, I used to write music that I can always rap. You know, rap rhyme with trap and crap. And you know what I mean? But it's like, it's there's somebody it's somebody taking something from this experience when they listen to my music. Um, and I was just, I was just evolving. I was learning all about injustices and stuff like that. And I was just like, I just need to put this in the music so that, uh, that we can get it. Cause a lot of times if you just try to come straight forward, like, hey man, they're doing us wrong. Mm. Nobody wants to hear that. But you put it over 808, yeah. 5B, they might listen, spin it again, you know? Mm. Hey, I manifested everything and got it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You know I got it. Yeah. Uh, I got it, got it, got it. I manifested everything and got it. You feel me? Yeah. Mm. Loving everything about it. Yeah. Mm. Hey. I'm beating on the table in the middle of the cafeterias I remember in between the classes, mass hysteria As we gather around the trash cans, rapping serious The things were acting, hearing us come try to pass them, fearing us Punishment for us to get the message, huh? I wrote my bestest when I was in detention Yeah, I'm skipping classes, still get the lessons My dogs could've went on to get their message How did you get from South Florida to East Point? <laughs> so, um, I moved to, uh, I was born and raised in South Florida Fell in love in 2011. She's like, if you love me, you'll move to Baltimore and marry me. So I was like, okay. Did that. Didn't work out. It was too cold in Baltimore. The job I was working, I had to open in Atlanta. So I took that. And um, I knew that when I came here, I was going to jumpstart my, my career. And um, I just was hitting every open mic since then. And, you know, when you first moved to Atlanta, you started in Marietta. You know, I moved to Marietta. And, like, every year I tried to get a little closer. And then, like, I moved in the city for five years, something like that. And then uh, we just got to East Point. Like I wonder if they ever feel neglected. Because I don't hit their phone, they feel disrespected. Yeah, because we all felt invested. I'm still rolling. It gets hectic. When it shows, you want a guest list and you know it. Man, you don't see my name on that list? Man, I don't see your name nowhere on that list. Come on, man, you got to double check that list. I've been knowing this man since high school. His name is Joey. <laughs> I'm falling through the function on tilt. Lemonberry cush trying to function on stilts. Doing what I love, I know them numbers gon' yield. Man of the hour strike, another long deal. Just another long bill when we out of state. New renter, out of town, a place. 
Moving work, boy, them shirts take all kind of space. And my daughter's getting bigger, got no time to waste. Take chances in this life, I got no time for save. Yeah, and now detentions, brain deposits, getting paid to do my hobby. Let the people hold me hostage, rock it. Mm. I used to smoke and think about it. Now I step on stage and speak in front of thousands. Manifested everything and got it. You did? Yeah. Okay. So, so what happened you know, where you were in South Florida and you, you moved it. up with and got married? Mm -hmm. And then, so what happened to the rap career there? Because you said when you came to Atlanta, that's when you knew you could jumpstart it. Mm -hmm. So did you put it on pause? Actually, I did. Um, so I, I've been rapping all my life, but um, I went to college and played college football okay and if anybody plays sports at a collegiate level that's a full-time job ain't mm -hmm. no time for nothing so um when i was a senior i was just getting hot too with my bars you know what i mean and then it was like want to give you a scholarship when i went off to go play football i mean that consumed my life and i was 215 pounds had no neck you know i probably only performed two times out of the four years i was there and it was like just a talent show type thing um Actually, when I moved to Baltimore, when I moved to Baltimore, I did my first, I did my first open mic up there, and that was my that was my introduction to um, to really hitting open mic scene. And I actually got paid thirty five dollars to perform. So at that point, I was a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I was a professional at that point. So yeah, it started in in in, uh, in Baltimore. But while we were living in Baltimore, we were driving down to Atlanta to do these open mics, and we were winning showcases. So that's why I was like. Soon as they're opening Atlanta, I'm coming down and make this my home, man, and, and really, you know, uh, just press the market and, and just get known, you know. Mm. Hey, uh, here comes some brand new flavor in your ear. Time for new flavor in your ear. I'm kicking new flavor. Hey, come on, uh, just like Uniblab, robotic kicking flab. Hustle like I'm serving slabs Trying to stay in shape, I run these circles in the lab I play these beats back to back to that verse slap Ain't no way you finna catch me back at work, Jack Ain't no nine to five can pay me where my worth's at Hey, two weeks pay you one day, I heard that Two weeks pay you one day, I heard that Hey, I keep going, I gotta keep growing Keep glowing, keep them creative juices to keep flowing Yeah, I speak it till I get it poppin' And if it's one thing about it, manifested everything and got it. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know I got it. Yeah. Uh, I got it, got it, got it. I manifested everything and got it. For real. Yeah. What is it about the hip hop scene and the rap scene in Atlanta that makes it so special? Support. Support, man. That's just the that's just one thing Atlanta does. For instance, I move to Baltimore, I go to an open mic, I'm the best one in there. I kill the whole stage. Two people clap. And they know I was best, but they won't they won't show you love. I come down from Baltimore to hit an open mic in Atlanta. I don't know anybody. The whole place that rubs, they're like, great, great, great. I'm like, I'm, I love this place. I'm coming <laughs> back as an artist. That's what you want, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just think that, um, I mean, Atlanta's a very special place, like historically. Um, and then you got, I just think that we, we support each other a lot. Like you come to Atlanta, you listen to Atlanta music. Um, a lot of places they play music from other places, but it's like, I don't know, I, I just can't explain it, man. I mean, I've, I've, this city has given me so much. It's given me so much in support, um, wisdom, um, um, everything I was looking for. So 
It's just special, man. I, don't, I can't can't really pinpoint it. But. Do you feel like Georgia's importance in, in black history mm -hmm. has really fed into what you want to do with your rap? Because it sounds like you, you don't want to make hits. You want to mm -hmm. make messages. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, this is, a, as I said, it's a historical space. And um, the, the, the community and mindset here in Atlanta is different from anywhere else. And, and, um, and I got to see that because I'm from Florida, so I, I, I had a, an idea like I'm never going to leave Florida, you know. And I come here and I just feel a sense of community. They have real history. Um, I just think that's it's special. I think like, I think Atlanta period, if you're black, you have to live in Atlanta for one year. It should be, it should be mandatory. <laughs> you got to experience this. Yeah. Because it was, it was mind blowing. Just so many black entrepreneurs. Um, my daughter has like a black swimming instructor, black uh, gymnastics, uh, which is important. You know, it's, I think it's important to have representation, you know, and see, and see yourself in these um, figures. So, um, Possibly, man. I mean, Atlanta's wealthy in black music. <laughs> so that's a given, man. So. Yeah, okay. Knit, net, fat is set. Twist this for my cataract. Roll another, grab a leak that's longer than a Cadillac. Used to press the plug for nicks and dimes, ain't never had a pack. Now I hit my doggy, chop that brick down like a battle axe. Some smoke in, burning both ends. At the least, I'm spinning four tens. Had me float ten. Slave catchers out patrolling, just don't get roped in. You know they keep dispensaries open to rub our nose in that contradictory. Until we start reversing them charges, won't be no victories. Quarterbacks were sitting brothers down for a quarter century. Had the nerd to grow them a billion dollar weed industry since everybody got ops. I hope we peep the real enemies. Yeah, but I digress. I try my best not to go and pop that when I be high like this. Boredom brace went out on that Vic and ain't did no driving sense. I'm still in it every day, sitting behind them tents. No, I'm getting the money, getting the problems, getting the green is getting. The bills are getting, the stakes are getting. Tell me more about being an entrepreneur because you have an interesting brand. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk about plant-based dripping. Plant-based dripping. So I went vegan in um, 2016. So actually my girl, Chef Nick in the Mix, shout out to Chef Nick in the Mix, that's my partner. And she, um, she's like, I'm going vegan. I was like, all right, you have fun with that. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, it's football season, you gotta be crazy. I'm eating chicken wings all day. So she's like, I'm serious, I'm tired of the videos, we're going vegan. And I was like, you're going vegan and I support you. I get home that night, she has chicken Alfredo on the table. I was like, I told you, I knew you weren't going vegan, just, you know, ate it, she didn't say nothing. And she's like, like halfway through the meal, she's like, you know this is vegan, right? I was like, ain't no way, that's chicken, it's chicken. She's like, it's fake chicken. And I was like, what? Start eating, I was like, well, I didn't know you were talking about this kind of vegan. So she cooked it, all the meals the next day. The next day she turned into a chef. I wake, walk in the morning, wake up in the morning, she has turmeric on the floor, flowers all over the wall, a YouTube channel playing. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. She's like, I'm making my own chicks, uh, chicken and biscuits, or uh, biscuits and gravy, <laughs> vegan. Yeah. So um, I was her official taste test dummy uh, for like three months. And after that, she converted me. And I was feeling the best I've ever felt. Like the first thing that helped was my mental clarity. You know, everyone talks about, oh, you're gonna lose weight, you're gonna die, man, no protein. But I felt so clear up here and my blood pressure went all the way down. So I thought it was cool to be healthy. 
You know, I think that's very cool. Like, shoot, I've been trying to go to the gym to get this little pudge off, and all I had to do was stop eating a certain thing, and that pudge went away. Thought that was cool. Every day we getting, every day we getting. Okay, I roll it till I'm all out. Got the vid fall die. Smoke be trying to crawl out. Writing cranky songs out. Ain't gonna bring no bones out. Leaves is getting blown out. Take them to the dome now. I'm feeling like I'm bone now. Yeah, I'm at a crossroad. It's starting to cost more. All of this green done turned to a card note. Boy, feeling like cargo. Money come in, but where does it all go? I'm looking for lost dough. It's killing the voice. I'm having to talk low. Lungs blacker than charcoal. I asked myself if I was strong enough to kick the wake and bake. Put that green away. Doing it every day and back to back, you know I need a break. So I took 30 days. Boy, that first day was the meanest day. Two days in, three days in, shoot, I started seeing straight. Hey, every now and then you need that calibration. Yeah, couldn't be no hype. I had to find the patience. Yeah. But I'm back on my vibes and I'm hydroplaning. You can see it in my eyes. Every day we getting, uh huh, that money getting. Oh, the problems getting. Hey, the green is getting. Okay, them bills are getting. Okay, that gas is getting. Every day we getting, man, every day we getting. Yeah, let's go. Uh, that money getting higher. The weed getting higher. The grills getting. The steaks getting. The plays getting. Every day we getting, man, every day we getting. Oh, we getting higher. Just to backtrack just for a second, I made a freestyle about a vegan Thanksgiving, and that's what went viral and birthed my whole career. But just how that video was, it was cool, because I was talking about vegetables, but I wasn't like putting it on you. I wanted to create a brand that was cool, um, making healthy be cool, and not just like vegan, you know what I mean? Like plant-based dripping and get people like, what is that? And now we're having a, a, a vegan dialogue with a stranger. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to make a talking piece. And uh, I was just at the, the table one day trying to think of slogans. And the um, first one was like, uh, vegan swag. I'm like, Nikki, what about vegan swag? She's like, absolutely not. <laughs> Bury that, put it underneath, and don't ever bring it back up. So um, I said, plant-based driven. She's like, that's it. And I just put on the shirt, man. We've been uh, ripping and running. Just eat healthy, be dope. You don't have to change who you are. Just be mindful of what you're putting in your body, man. You know, but that's kind of unique in the black community, especially, mm -hmm. is that this thought of being healthy and eating healthy and being very mindful of what you're putting in your body. They usually don't go hand in hand. Right. And, and I don't know why. Do you know why? Yeah, for sure. Why? Slavery. For sure. We didn't always eat, we didn't eat chitlins. Black people didn't eat, the history of black people don't start with slavery, so we've been eating well tapped into the earth before that, but when we were slaves, they fed us the bottom portion of that pig. So we got pig feet, pig, got the guts, you got the chitlins, all that. We just, with the flavor, just took all that and made it a delicacy, but we don't have to eat like that no more. So what great, great, great grandmama passed down, you just passing down bad eating habits that just taste good, you know what I mean? So now we, we we're riddled with uh, heart disease and high blood pressure. And, and I've seen statistics that it was like, if you're African-American, um, there's like a risk for, I, I don't know, like you automatically a risk just because you're African-American. That's just, that's just so far from the truth. It's really about your eating habits and what we pass down. Um, so for me, what helped me in my transition is it made me look as I'm fighting oppression because, and the number one form of oppression at that because, first of all, they spend billions of dollars targeting black and brown communities with marketing. 
Everywhere you go across this country, it's the same thing when you come to lower income communities. You got the, 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 the chicken spots, you got the, the pawn shops, you got the liquor stores, you got the, that's by design, it's called red line laws. They literally took a red line back in the day, it was like, whoop, whoop, this neighborhood, no access to good fruit or vegetation or education or home loans, or yep, this one over here, that's where they live, yep, they ain't getting that either. So that's why. It's not, it's not like we love to live up, you know what I mean, in these areas. So when I find out they target us through the food, the number one way that black people die is through heart disease. That's what we do three times a day. That's not something that's passed down because it's in your genes. It's what you do three times a day is giving you heart disease. So when I seen that, I was like so fired up because I'm like, they will never get me like that. You know, that's the number one way. And that's power to me. It's like, I just took that away from them. They can't get me, man, that's powerful. So that helped me in my transition. And, and I try to, you know, just, just at first I was like a fire hose. Like, man, you gotta go vegan, drop that steak, man. Come to the green side, I'm telling you, man, it's better <laughs> over here, you know? But it just doesn't work like that. Yeah. So I just shut up and I just started just being an example. And then slowly but surely like, all right, man, how you made that vegan mac and cheese again, man? You know, stuff like that, so, yeah. This song is called Don't Shoot Me Down. Hey, okay, two leaves, one in each, ain't no pass in it. Crown bitch squeaking, but I keep some gas in it. Cop car spaz when they see me pass in it. Kill me on accident, just become my tenant. Young and melanated, bright as ever, barely made it. Being healthy, educated, I know these devils hate it. Turn their faces, talk equals, but hate it when we neighbors. Oh, hell, there we go again, talking that sh I'm with this, I be too legit to quit. Don't need no jeweler for the hit. They probably put me on the list, throwing truth all in the midst. Juice is hit the lips, I hit that booth and then I spit. All these plans I'm sitting on, I know my eulogy be lit. Know that news and TV crew, that stuff ain't fooling me a bit. In school, we read that foolery, construed to be as fit. Once my people catch on to it, we gon' lose some with intent. Nowadays, we see that ignorance and coonery is blissy. I'm a hot stepper, flaming like a hot pepper. Call myself a late bloomer, going back was not. Never cleaned up the ground flow, trying to see the top level. Never wanna rock bezels, lava stones got several. Don't shoot me, don't shoot me. Hey, let's go. Don't shoot me. Say, don't shoot me. Mm. Hey, uh huh, I'm riding with the vibes. I'm just staying alive, man. Don't shoot me. Yeah, let's go. Man, don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. Yeah, I said, don't shoot me. Hey, listen, we the truth. Open up to see the proof. The only problem is these devils see it too. These broken promises that never see us through. Till we fight back far on it, ain't no hope for me and you. We'll just be in the wind, having dreams of getting wins, riding reckless in the bins. School system to the pen, from the diapers to the pens. They trying to do what's in. They pump that poison in the food to change the cells under the skin. We ain't keeping up, programming, keep us stuck. We tiptoeing, rabbit hoes go deep as uh, and we can't see it cause our minds ain't deep enough. We only reading what they teaching, boys. They feeding us, now listen. Now if all of that doesn't change your opposition And understand the puppetry from top positions We getting work by the system, cops and politicians Yet we kill each other, two for one, they love the competition Yeah, love the seers and coffins, love us off in prison Yeah, they love to call us the N-word, want us to call them Christians Yeah, using Martin's face so we can harp division While they congregate and push their laws that practice all division Hey, it's a genocide, it's a genocide Every day around this great country, black men are dying Earlier than everybody else, we brush it to the side Come on now, tell me what's the lie. Stop playing, man. Don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. Yeah. Let's go. Man, don't shoot me. Say, don't shoot me. Mm. Uh, because I'm riding with the vibes. I'm just staying alive, man. Don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. Yeah. 
That's right. Me don't shoot me. Say don't shoot me. I said don't shoot me. Hey, listen, we out. We out. Incarceration. We out. We out. Discrimination. Yeah, we out. We out. Poor education. Uh, we out. We out. This troubled nation. You feel me? You told me before we started recording that you cashed out your 401k. You had a nine to five. Yeah. Tell yeah, me that story. Yeah. So I worked a nine to five for seven years. Um, as soon as I got out of college, I went right into it. Cause you're already in debt, so you got to go find a job. So I found a job. Um, it was an IT recruiter for seven years. Every day of that job for seven years, I tell my boss, and this is probably a little fluff, but no lie, I would tell them all the time, I'm getting signed today. Like, I'm going to be a rapper, bro. Like, I'm not going to be sitting in this cubicle. They be like, all right, man, I don't know what you're saying. You better get in that meeting at 9 o'clock. So we had a 401k, but I just remember reading stories like Simon Cowell, uh, other millionaires who never banked on a 401k. So um, I was rapping in my car every Friday. I called it, you can look it up. It's called Gray Camp Freestyle. Um, I started it about a year before they let me go. So this job let me go. So when they let me go, I said, you know what? I just jump right back in the workforce, but I really think this is the time for me to jump out of my own. I get a new job, it's 10 grand more. They drinking beer in the office, everything is lovely. But um, something deep down inside was like, I'm not supposed to be here. On that first week, I, I just quit on Friday. I said, I gotta go after my jeans. Went to my 401k, I had $22,000 in that 401k. Cashed it out right away, because I just knew I was, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, make 22k doing a walkthrough somewhere i don't know like i want this is not my life you know so i took that 22k and i invested straight into myself man and um uh, probably like the first four months rent you know what i mean to do you know like but that helped me when i paid that rent off four months they helped me go out and turn that one open mic i was hosting open mics turn one open mic into five open mics one open mic paying me four Four hundred dollars. Now I got five, so now I'm making two grand a month just from open mics. Don't have to work a nine to five. I can wake up and kick back and do whatever I want to do. I don't have to wake up at six and wear this suit and tie. So um, that gave me my first glimpse of like, okay, I can do this, man. Like a lot of people are scared. This this system it'll have you very scared because you're, you're leaving you're leaving comfortability. Like, but I'm gonna tell you this: when you're in fight or flight mode, you don't know who you are until you're in that mode right there. Like you, when you're in survival mode, you're going to make it work. You gotta make it work. So that's when you find out who you really are, man. And that, that, um, that was a great experience. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's a gamble. That's yeah. a, it's a $22,000 gamble yeah. on yourself. For sure. And, and it's up to you to make it work. Yeah, yeah. And so you did. For sure. When you walked in tonight, um, we're recording this in, in the studios here at GPB, and we, there's a lot of people in the room, we have cameras, and you saw yourself on the monitor, mm -hmm. and you said, well, say it, say what you told me. <laughs> hey man, somebody take a picture over there, man. My mama gonna cry when she see that. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Is she, For she's real. that emotional? If I, man, she will cry. She's gonna cry, man, when she sees, see how, how, how lovely it looks and crystal clear. Gonna screenshot and probably try to frame that screenshot. <laughs> you know, she's proud of her baby. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Tell me about your mama. Mom Deuce, man. She um, she's lovely, man. She's she's in Tennessee, but we all from Florida. But um, she lives in Tennessee now. Um, I got my 
love for music from her. Ironically, my uh, my introduction to music is classic rock. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what you like know who? Eagles, Aerosmith, uh, Bob Sager, uh, you, you name it, man. Um, but that's that was my introduction to music. So I grew up on classic rock first, and then, and then the countless numbers of songs I don't even know who sang them, but if you play them or I'm in a bar, I know every word. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got introduced to hip hop at like eight, nine, you know. Um, but Mom Dukes, man, she she really instilled in me like just that cliche, you can be whatever you want, you know. And, but she really made me believe that. And because uh, everything I did, I excelled at, uh, whether it was academic, sports, didn't matter what it was, she was like, you just, no matter what you put your mind to, you're gonna, you're gonna do great. So shout out to Mom Dukes. So she will cry. I do need those pictures. <laughs> we'll get them to you. Yeah, okay. you'll get them. When you think about that 12-year-old kid mm. beating on the trash can mm. and beating on the lunch table and rapping there, what do you say to him looking back to encourage him to keep going? Bro, you are doing exactly what you're supposed to do right now. Just keep rocking, man. Because I'm going to tell you something. I never, when I seen Bone Thugs and Harmony at nine years old, to this day, in my gut, I'm going to be an artist no matter what happened. I don't care if I'm facing eviction. I was facing eviction. Uh, I'm barely getting by with this nine to five, struggling to make ends meet. I just all knew, don't ever take this serious, bro. Cause it's all gonna, all this is gonna pass. You just keep doing what you're supposed to do. Cause it's something that I see, I see this. Like cut the lights off, whatever. I can see it clear as day. It's already there. I just gotta get to it, you know? So I, I, I tell everybody, man, like, this, this, this society sets you up to kill your dreams, man, you know? And it's a vision that you can only see. I can't see what you're looking at right now. I physically really can't do that. So same thing with your dreams. Don't expect everybody to see it. They, they're not gonna see it. You can only see that, you know? And if, they, you, if you feel that in your heart and your gut, man, you better go. This life is so short. Everything is fake. Go. The dream is, is free. Why dream so small, man? Go after it, bro, because it can, it, it, if you, it's already there, man, it can happen, you know. I've been a dreamer for a long time, man, and I just think, um, I think it's very important to have dreams, you know, and they zap those dreams very early. Um, and so you gotta fight for it with all your life, you know what I mean? You are one of the happiest, most inspirational people who hasn't had a stake in years that I've ever talked to. <laughs> Come on. I mean, you are. You're fantastic. <laughs> I, 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 I'm encouraged. I want to Google <laughs> vegan mac and cheese now. <laughs> yes, bro. I got the best spot. Well, if, yeah, if, the, if I'm going to be this happy yeah. and this encouraging. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. Um, okay, for instance, I'm a hip-hop artist. You're not supposed to be smiling. You're not supposed to be laughing. Whenever I took photos before I was vegan, not smiling. Mm -hmm. Like, you'd never catch me smiling. I go vegan, and I told you the first thing that changed was my mind. Like, it was clear-headed. Like, it wasn't like, um, I don't know, I, like birds were chirping, man. The, the, everything was brighter. It was like a weight's been lifted. I, I really can't explain it, but I just, somebody hit me up out of the blue one day and said, Gray, why, why are you smiling all these pictures showing all 32 of your team? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I just looked, and naturally, not even thinking about it, I just started smiling, man. I was like, damn, I must be happy, bro. Like. It's night and day. If you go look at, if you even look at my older, go to, go to uh, hashtag Gray Camp Freestyle. Go look at them older videos. Mean, 
hard, veins pumping out my, my neck, my <laughs> just mad and angry, you know? But when I went vegan, man, it really did a number on me, man. And it made me like more peaceful, more humble. Cause you know, as men, we feel like we gotta have this about us. No, man, that's not that's not the way. <laughs> you know, um, but this society will make you feel like that. Cause that's what makes a man macho. You gotta be, you know what I mean? That's just all marketing too. So, yeah. Thanks for listening to the Peach Jam Podcast. Find Gray's complete musical performances on the GPB YouTube page. On the next episode, you'll meet an Atlanta native who has an affinity for the music scene here in Georgia. I think what we have here is just so different from anywhere else. It's such a crossroads of music between blues and rock and folk and soul. I love the music here. It's got an edge to it, right? and a little backbeat, which I love. Michelle Malone is on the next episode of the Peach Jam Podcast. The Peach Jam Podcast is produced, edited, and hosted by me, Jeremy Powell. Sandy Malcolm is our executive producer. Sound engineering and recording was provided by Sounds Good. Follow us on Instagram at Peach Jam Podcast and look for Peach Jam on TV wherever you watch Georgia Public Broadcasting. In the meantime, please find and support live local music and independent record stores in your area. 